Welcome to Fresh Off The Block. Namaskara Bengaluru. Welcome to Fresh Off The Block. Um, we've, we promised that we wouldn't take too long between our previous episode and this one. And we're back in less than two weeks. So we've kept our side of the bargain. Ullas can't be here today. So I will be hosting this show. I'm Aditya. And I have three exceptional guests lined up for you in this episode. First off, um, Nishit Desai, welcome to the show. Hello, everyone. What's up? Hello. Uh, welcome back to Fresh Off the Block, Nishit Bhai. Uh, next, we have Anup Menon, who is still finding or trying to find a way in which he can trespass and get into Fatorda to watch BFC play this season. Hello, Anup. Hello, hello. I was just trying to get some quotes to fly a banner on Fatoda at least, if we can. <laughs> Good to be back on the show. Good to have you back, Anup. And uh, our final guest on the show today is Arnob Ray. Arnob, uh, we had you once a couple of years ago on the show, so it's been a while since we've had you. So welcome back to Fresh Off the Blog. Yeah, thank you. Thanks for having me. All right, so BFC have played our first game of the season. Um, it started off so well, 2-0 up in 60 minutes. Um, with the sort of defensive record that we've had recently, we thought that we should have put that game to bed, but then uh, we imploded in a three-minute spell where we conceded two goals. Before we get into the specifics of the game, um, something tragic that happened during the week was... Uh, the passing of the legendary Diego Maradona. Anu, uh, you come from a state that practically worships Maradona. Uh, how did he, as someone from Kerala, how did he shape the you know lives of youngsters in that state? Because you, you know how much football means to them, how much Argentina get, Argentina gets support during every World Cup. So, what did Maradona mean to you growing up? If I can ask you that. Yeah, so Maradona came into my mind as a child when I saw his posters at every nook and corner, right? And if you go to Kerala, you'll find Maradona Pele posters all around. It was much later that Spain and Brazil and all came into the picture. Uh, So Maradona always had a huge following, still does. So I always looked up to him as probably the best a player. In fact, I didn't know about Pele uh, to a large extent. Uh, I only knew Maradona for a long time. And then later on in Gujarat also when I was there, uh, there also Maradona. So in my mind, Maradona was much more popular than anybody else uh, until, of course, we grew. So it's a big loss for uh, the entire footballing community and sporting community in, in general. So it's, it's a very sad day uh, for many of us who had seen him play actually uh, live. I mean, some of us in the 80s at least did. Uh, I was not one of those who ever saw Maradona play. Uh, Adnab, uh, if I can come to you with that, uh, as I mean, people of this generation really, most of us haven't really seen Maradona at his peak. I never saw him at the 86 World Cup where everyone talks about the 86 World Cup and his impact in that tournament. But would you would you say that that is the legacy that he leaves behind that even people who never ever watched him play, they were so impacted by him and the stories of him and 
uh, you know, what he did for the sport. Oh, yeah, exactly. So, I mean, one thing that was actually, I read on social media and it was quite interesting is that uh, not many people are pointing out like he scored, the number of goals he scored or uh, individual aspects. It's just like the entire persona, the larger than life. I mean, he was, everyone knows who Maradona is and will continue to do so. So it's just the entire personality and he, he, he lived life in his own terms, sometimes to his own detriment, but yeah, it's just like even the, the hand of God, more from the hand of God in the very same game he scores probably the goal of that century. So it's something that's been passed down, you know, and it's how people are slightly older than us. You know, I unfortunately haven't watched him play, but the documentaries and even in the small clips, you can just see that not in a generational talent, you'd probably say once in two or three lifetimes. So a huge loss, but yeah, what a player, what a man, huge loss, yeah. Nishit Bhai, I don't have a specific question about Diego Maradona for you, but uh, what did what, what is the first thing that comes to mind when when you think of Maradona and how you've grown up on stories of Maradona, if you have? Yeah, so so like uh, what like I I agree with what Anup said, right? Like uh, my one of the early brushes uh, with uh, football itself was uh, was '94 World Cup, right? And uh, I, I was very young then, but that is the first uh, memory that I have. So my uh, it was in USA, and my uncle uh, uh, was was living with us uh, then. So it used to be late night games. So I would stay up with him and uh, watch watch with. So at during those matches, uh, uh, I think Maradona played only two games in '94 World Cup and scored only one goal. Those were his later years. But still, that uh, whole World Cup had an uh, aura around around the World Cup itself because of presence of uh, Diego Maradona, right? So that is what I remember that I, I don't remember uh, anything from that World Cup uh, except that I learned about Maradona in that World Cup, right? So that is what uh, the first uh, impression or a lot of people in my generation, they, even if they don't know anything about football the first word or the only word they probably know about football was Maradona so that was that will be his legacy uh, to the kids of my generation I think that will be his legacy to people beyond your generation if I may put it that way I think as Ornop said it, it went beyond the goals he scored or what he achieved on the football pitch uh, Diego Maradona was just larger than life and just a very sad day for the entire sport that um, we lost him on Wednesday. Uh, so our condolences to everyone, uh, family, friends, well-wishers of Diego Maradona. Uh, he will he will be missed for sure by everyone in the footballing community. Now we get back to BFC and what we did in the first game against uh, FC Goa. Uh, Nishit Bhai, first impressions of the game? Uh, I mean, broadly speaking, opening game against Goa, would you have taken a point before the game had started? Absolutely. So, uh, this was always going to be a tricky fixture, right? That uh, Goa, uh, Goa, uh, Goa BFC games are always tricky with both coaches trying to outdo each other and uh, BFC more often than not coming out on top. This year, as we know, uh, Goa has practically shifted to Mumbai and we had a brand new Goa team. So we don't know uh, what to expect from this team. 
and uh, so that that is always a bit tricky when uh, you have a brand new team against you playing where you don't know what kind of strategy did they have uh, what kind of lineup they are going to have with so with so much uh, rebuild of the team right so uh, so uh, in hindsight yeah like you said before the if someone told me before the game that the games ends at 2 2 i am uh, i am happy with it it's a it's a good enough start because like we uh, we have discussed in the previous episodes as well that uh, you don't know things about fitness you don't know things about how do you play without crowd how do you play in the completely new environment how do you play in bio bubble so there are a lot of things that uh, factor first games are anyway tricky in the league uh, and this year even more so so yeah i would have taken the point uh, at the beginning uh ordnab i'll come to you with this question carlos quadrat gave three debuts in the game clayton silva made his debut uh, christian offset made his debut up front fran gonzales at center back uh clayton obviously got his goal as well uh what did you make of the debut performances from the new signings right so uh, as nishit again mentioned it's it's such a strange season uh so again one game in i i wouldn't be too uh, hasty in making like sweeping judgments in terms of what to expect them expect from them but so initially i was actually a bit surprised to see fran gonzalez start to be honest uh and start at center back as well but like, overall i think he he was pretty he did well in mean, a little a couple of small things wherein he was a bit uh, i don't know he didn't maintain the defensive line as well as i would like uh but again this is coming against igor angulo who who was played on his shoulder pretty much throughout the game so i would say a pretty decent performance i think on the positive side clayton looked very sharp uh wasn't as in, as in, as involved as he'd like to be and i'm sure as the entire team would like him to be but when he did get on the ball i mean you can see it right even the goal he scored he was uh, that pick up the second ball and he reacted the quickest and the nice back heel to set chetri up so he was very sharp So looking forward to more from Clayton. Yeah, I think uh, it was a game that uh, I mean I'm not sure it suited the way that uh, Clayton would play as well. I think he also would have liked us to have a lot more possession than we eventually managed in that game. Anup, is that a sort of concern for you? I mean, we didn't really create a whole lot from open play, and that was a pattern last season as well, where we scored. I think. 14 out of 24 goals last season came off set pieces and two of these goals that we scored in the first game were again from set pieces one of them was from the second phase of a set piece so uh on the evidence of just one game played so far against what was a very good team is that a concern that we're still not creating a whole lot from open play yes it is a concern adi if you ask me um while set pieces are always the go to strategy for carlos it has been um the way that we sat back to a certain extent i don't know how much of it was uh, out of uh, the fitness and uh, and the situation where, wherein we were leading 2-0 but i felt that probably dimas's absence also you know played a huge role in us sitting back to the extent that we did um so yes in in that sense all the goals coming out of set pieces were a concern it will still be a concern we will have to see in the future games how we overcome that uh, the formation that we play and we played uh, also affected that a bit i haven't seen udanta that far back uh, in a, in a, in quite a while uh, except for maybe some of those tougher afc games 
but udantas uh, as well as uh, on the left wing as well the 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 wing play wasn't great chetri was uh, somewhere stuck in between neither fully defensive nor was he attacking so he was just closing the space so a lot of effort was put in closing the space um, uh, so that the goan team does not attack as much and the irony is that both the goals were from through balls um, that they scored right so somewhere uh, somewhere i felt that we could have done better but of course being the first game of the season i would not uh, read too much into it uh, whether it will develop as a pattern or not that's something that we need to see further right um, nishit i'm going to come to you with this next question anu touched upon udanta for a moment there and um, he was taken off before the hour mark in the game it didn't really impact the game too much but my question to you is was it really his fault that he couldn't impact the game because he, the the setup of the side was such that he was so deep and if he had to carry the ball he had to carry it from practically his own his own defensive third of the pitch um so after the last season that he had do you think that udanta's performance against goa is a cause for us to be really worried about his development because you want him to be in those attacking third in the in those areas where he can get crosses in and he is exactly on the opposite end of the pitch defending uh your thoughts yeah so this was uh, slightly unusual to me as well but uh, uh udanta has been with bfc for a while now and he has played a uh, in his right wing position for a long time and uh, he has had these ups and downs mostly downs so i think this is something new that probably carles is trying so yeah you you don't expect him to do so good in terms of purely attacking numbers as a pure right winger he would have done as, as in, in his regular position compared to how he played against uh, 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 goa but uh, yeah i think this is a big season for udanta uh, that uh, the position he is being asked to play or uh, uh, ca- can he excel at the position that coach thinks after looking at him for uh, a year two year that that is most suitable to him can he excel in that can he adapt to the new position or even can he earn back his older position and go back there and have a success from that so that is something that uh, udanta needs to step up there so uh, i'll uh, i'll set up a parallel with uh, ashik in this case right that uh, with the kind of uh, fanfare and excitement that ashik came in with uh, his his season was not as good but uh, i really liked uh, the way he performed in the first game he even uh, he had uh, he had to switch places right even the uh, ever since he has come in he has played at left wing sometimes at left back even uh, when udanta was subbed out he even played on right right but uh, uh, any time he is switched to the position he really uh, gives everything and uh, shows enthusiasm so that is uh, that is that was really nice to see from ashik's point of view i think uh, uh, udanta needs to do the same and uh, the position that he is being tried out with uh, see what he can make the best out of in the given position so i think that is the best way to figure out uh, how he can best fit in the team yeah and 
Arnav, I know that you are someone who loves your tactics and how teams set up. Uh, in terms of how we set up in that game and then went 2-0 up, did you think that Carlos, with that substitution where he got Beke on uh, in place of Udanta, uh, Ashik went out to the right wing, then we had Beke slotting in at left back. Did that disrupt the rhythm? Because it took five minutes after that substitution for them to score the first and then three minutes later they scored the second. Especially when Ashik was doing pretty well at left back throughout that game. Do you think it was that substitution which was which slightly put us off our rhythm and we we completely lost our way for a few minutes and then with the quality that Goa had with Brandon and Angulo, uh, they obviously punished us. But um, would you put that on the substitution or is is there something else that you noticed that went wrong with our defending for those two goals that we conceded? Uh, no, I mean, see, any defensive reshuffle during the game, uh, which is not enforced, kind of always raises eyebrows. Uh, so, in that sense, I was a bit surprised that even though uh, Beke is a quality player and he provides good reinforcement, I was a bit surprised that uh, Carlos decided to shake things up. Uh, having said that, I would say it's it's also more of a case of Goa kind of, like the Goa switches had a bigger impact, I would say. Like Brandon is Brandon and... Uh, so with the high line that BFC play, you're kind of banking on the fact that they're not going to find that killer ball just in front of the defense, right? And that the quick exchanges with Noguera and uh, Brandon both. So that and Angulo with some quality movement to uh, expose Cabra and Fran Gonzalez. So I think you let's not take a negative view, even though uh, I say it did. I, I, let's say it played a factor, but I'd also give credit to uh, Brandon and Goa's changes as well. Sure, sure. Uh, I think uh, nobody is taking away from the fact that we conceded two goals to a fabulous striker, a, a very, very good team that go are. I think throughout the game, uh, we were relying on the fact that we, we were cutting out passing lanes to Angulo or we were catching him offside with our offside trap, which we managed to do successfully for most of the game and, and fell short on a couple of occasions. Uh, Anup, this one question I have for you about you know, our striking options. Uh, Christian Offset played 45 minutes. Deshaun Brown played 45 minutes. Um, it looked like Brown was a lot more involved in the play. But uh, you also have to consider that Offset, um, Hospet, as Ullas loves to put it, uh, played only for 45 minutes in the game and had 10, 10 days of preseason training, you know, after all the quarantine and uh, all the precautions that he had to take. Um, so given that, We've seen what we have seen of Deshaun Brown last year. And you saw 45 minutes of upset. What is your assessment of the two? How do you uh, how do you compare them? And how they fit into what Carlos might want to do with this BFC side? First 45 minutes of upset, to be honest, I was not very impressed. Um, he did seem like running around and covering space, but he, he didn't really close down any of the... Uh, players in the opposition half uh, enough to create that pressure. So somewhere probably that could do with the fitness and maybe the pressing. Cleeton also seemed a little in the half space uh, in between. So uh, to be honest, if if you ask me, I was not very impressed uh, with that. Deshaun Brown did bring a bit more physicality than what uh, Opset was doing till then. Um, and And Usually, we keep a little bit more possession than what we did in the previous game. 
so um, with dimas on the field that gives the opportunity for the uh, wingers to actually push a bit up while dimas and eric are having a bit of position which we did not in the previous game so there was not real much uh, cohesion uh, between the midfield uh, of uh, bfc and uh, so that the chetris or the udantas or for that matter even clayton could not run in the channels that usually they would have if there was position uh, with with dimas or anybody else controlling the midfield so uh, it would also be unfair to really uh, blame a uh, put blame squarely on the forwards uh, but between offset and deshon brown i think deshon brown had much more physicality that is one aspect that kind of struck uh, for me let's see how offset uh, shapes up with a bit more of uh, minutes and bit more fitness coming through yeah i think that's an important factor for every player really i don't think uh, anyone is really at the levels that they would want to be in terms of their fitness and match fitness um, i mean i i've seen mumbai city twice this season and even a player as good as hugo bomo just looks slightly off the ball uh um, because of you know how long it's been between the two seasons and how short they've had uh in terms of the time to prepare um we've had yeah. almost when it comes to offset if he's made the journey from uh, norway to goa in november he'll probably take like a couple of days to get used to the you know the round yellow thing in the sky that you call the sun and the humidity <laughs> and water so i think it's like give him some time yeah also a very fair point also a very fair point uh, and i think that's that's also what going to be an important factor throughout the season uh because uh, playing 18 games in goa means that you're playing 18 games in that humidity uh, you know and not you know the better weather in some other places i mean um given the time timeline of the year that the isl happens in if offset had come to bangalore then you have much better weather than you have in goa um, during this time of the year so uh, that is another massive factor that you know this unique isl season brings in terms of how these players adjust to humidity how they adjust to heat and as arnab said especially for a guy from norway uh, to expect him to get used to that straight away is is a little harsh but but you know we we we've had we will have five days of training by the time we get to our next game uh, which is what we're going to talk about next we take on hyderabad fc on friday on saturday friday is the kolkata derby which uh, we should have plugged every two minutes on this show given if we were to take a cue from the host broadcaster uh, but uh, we will not do that uh, that was our only kolkata derby plug of the season friday evening ATK Mohan Bagan versus SC East Bengal. So, um, but on but our focus is on Saturday evening, uh, Bengaluru FC against Hyderabad FC. Hyderabad won their first game against Odisha with uh, Aridane Santana scoring, and they, they they did look good in that game. Nishit, uh, I'm going to come to you. Aridane last season for Odisha FC was was a big player for them when he got injured. They their season kind of went downhill, uh, but. how do bfc deal with him on saturday i mean left to me my one word answer would be wanan but i'm expecting more than one word from you <laughs> yeah so uh, this was uh, this was going to be a rather uh, festive game for us right uh, uh, quadrat versus roka but uh, it is it is the roka that 
we are getting not the one we deserve but one the one we need right now <laughs> so <laughs> so it is what it is but uh, uh, i think it is going to be an uh, interesting game uh, aridane is probably one of the more uh, effective uh, players in isl and uh, so uh, the players who have experience are uh, always in demand so that is the so i think uh, for hyderabad it is definitely a good get and uh, another thing uh, that we i think the biggest take away for uh, anyone so even if you are not watching the game and uh, just following it here and there and uh, suddenly second half you started then uh, started hearing the name of colasso coming up everywhere right because that is the kind of impact that he had on the game so it might not reflect on the result but uh, he had such a huge impact on the game i caught up uh, uh, highlights uh, again uh, of the compilation so uh, he had a very intelligent play that he knew when to go into he knew when to go down he knew when to stay up and keep pressing the ball and he know how he knew how to go around defenders and uh, all other players so i think uh, uh, aridane and colasso are really going to be important and uh, i think it is likely that colasso uh, will start he has definitely earned it and uh, yeah. so that so that brings me to another uh, interesting uh, item uh, about colasso that colasso was uh, is a fc goa product and he was in fc goa for a while and uh, uh, but he couldn't get the first team opportunity and that's why he ultimately moved to hyderabad fc and uh, if rumor mill is to be believed that was one of the uh, one of the reasons uh, for a uh, miscommunication or uh, difference of opinion between uh, lobera and uh, management so uh, anyway so uh, i think it is definitely a good acquisition for uh, hyderabad and uh, would be interesting to play against uh, this team yeah about liston colasso he possesses one thing that would not be found very um, very easily you know among indian attackers which is that he's fearless in the dribble and he's quick so that pace against us are you scared because none of our defenders are particularly quick you know our full backs whoever we play at full back um, khabra beke um, and our center backs aren't particularly quick either so uh, when a guy like listens running at them with pace and if he does it with the conviction that he did in the first game against odisha then that is a proper cause for concern against us because he also he, he can also play off aridane win second balls and stuff yeah exactly so so that's the combination right that uh, where aridane can pin your center backs and have a uh, real presence about him and then uh, the likes of colasso can feed off him so it's it's undoubtedly a, a threat that we'll have to uh, deal with on saturday and could quite well you know, be the difference how we deal with them could be the difference between a clean sheet uh, or not i think hyderabad actually is it quite surprised me to be honest i mean i wasn't expecting much uh, maybe a bit unfairly because i remember last season's hyderabad which and they weren't great which is putting it politely but they, they played some nice stuff and our listing on the bench had an impact we had adil khan on the bench who didn't who i think is carrying a nickel or but i guess he if he fit then that's another dimension then they have uh, young rohit dhanu of the bench 
uh, another one of these uh, Indian arrow boys who, who started the season well and others have started well so he could follow so uh, uh, yeah, Saturday could be interesting I, I'm still backing BFC to get the three points as I do pretty much every game not biased uh, but yeah it, it's going to be a fun game for neutrals yeah uh, fun game for neutrals Anup um, we don't care about neutrals at this point uh, from a BFC perspective uh, what do you want to see most? Uh, I mean, obviously, we want to have more possession. We want to create more chances from attacking play. But uh, how do you think that happens? Uh, what does Carlos have to change? Does he change personnel? Or can he change tactics with the same personnel that he employed in the first game? Yeah, so I firmly believe that if our attacking play has to come into the picture and if we need to unleash the Brazilian in Clayton Silva and uh, whip some crosses in so that the offsets at you know, height advantage and all is utilized, then I think we need Dimas in the midfield. So as much as I go back to the same old formula, but that's unfortunately he's the only player that I feel can do that uh, and give the license to the Chetris and the Udantas to go a bit more forward. At the same time, I'm, I'm sure uh, you know we can deal with the threat of Aridane. We have done it before. And, and of course, uh, Colasso. But I would, I would want that uh, uh, Dimas to start the next game so that we can have a bit more of uh, uh, aggressive approach towards uh, at least uh, this game. Yeah, I think that's a very fair point. Uh, last game, I thought our midfield, uh, for one reason or the other, I think it was a combination of both good pressure from Goa and the fact that we were rusty, that we misplaced a lot of passes in midfield from both Eric and Suresh really. Uh, and yeah, as as Anup said, having Demas there will definitely improve at least how we keep the ball, and that that automatically means that we have more time uh, to create chances and hopefully uh, score goals from open play. But uh, Nishin, I'm going to come to you with this question about our set pieces and uh, you know how how do we evolve? Because everyone in the league knows that you can't give BFC set pieces. But now, now that everyone in the league knows that, we how do we stay one step ahead of them on set pieces itself? Because we've added some we've added some really, really um, important players to the squad in terms of how we attack set pieces as well. Both Opset and Fran Gonzalez are not are not small guys and then they add to us already having one on an Eric. So how do we stay one step ahead of the game with our set pieces? Yeah, so uh, uh, I think, uh, uh, like, like you mentioned, right, that uh, Fran was very instrumental. So even though he plays as a defender role, he scored 10 goals for uh, Mohan Bagan. So I think that is that is where he comes in. A, uh, that, that's where he provides a lot of uh, flexibility in our uh, set pieces. And like uh, Eric has always been a centerpiece, at least, especially since uh, Jono left. So I think uh, with uh, Eric and uh, having a friend adds uh, definitely a capability into a set pieces. But beyond that, I think uh, one of the reasons uh, that we have to keep relying on set pieces, uh, there are multiple reasons that we have discussed it again and again. But I think we have to improve our, uh, our wing play, especially in open play, so that we have discussed this problem with uh, Ashik and Udanta, but that is where I think we have to uh, 
कंट्रीब्यूट और एटलीस्ट ब्रिंग आउट मोर गोल्स सो इफ सेट पीसेस कम या इट इज आवर ब्रेड एंड बटर बट समटाइम्स अ टीम लाइक लास्ट ईयर मुंबई और इवन प्रॉब्ली दिस ईयर इट कुड बी नॉर्थ ईस्ट सो वेन टीम्स लाइक दिस रियली स्टार्ट टू क्राउड द मिडल एंड डिफेंसिवली सॉलिड so that's when they stop giving or they give very few set pieces or even in set pieces they don't let you easily convert so i think uh, th- this is where the our effectiveness improvement in open play comes in hand and i think that is uh, so one thing that uh, uh, anup has already mentioned that we need uh, creativity from the mass and we need a better uh, play from wings to convert more goals in the open play itself All right. Uh, my last question in preview of the Hyderabad game to you, Arnab. I, I mean, we've spoken for around 30 minutes about BFC, and we've not really mentioned Sunil Chetri. So my question is about Sunil Chetri. Uh, he wasn't very involved in the opening game. Uh, I think Anup Anup mentioned it that you know he was he was ne- neither here nor there in terms of tracking back and going forward. but i think he had one great opportunity on the counter which he should have really squared to i think there was both clayton and ashik on the other side and he played the ball straight to the first man um, how do we get chetri more involved because i think that the left wing is his best role it's where he's played for bfc it's where he's done so well for bfc but how do we not get him isolated against you know two three guys you know double triple teaming him how do we get chetri more involved all uh, right so first of all i agree with you that i like chetri on the left wing it gives him more freedom to uh, drift in field and link up with the striker and the attacking midfielders so i think getting him involved would be along the same lines of getting clayton involved so it's just that the link between uh, the defense or midfield when the dropping dropping back and the attack i mean you you have counters but so dimas was missed obviously so it's just that that link between uh, defense and attack that is that was missing against goa uh, again it's a byproduct of the fact that you know we're defending so deep and uh, he put in he put in his shift defensively i mean he and uh, len were at it as they they've been in a couple of games before so right from the start so it 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 will come obviously it's it's sunil chetri it will come he will hit he will score goals that that is what he does that is what he'll do at i don't know he's 50 or 60 or something like that but he he is a quality player so i'm not concerned i'd never be concerned about chetri but there's no doubt that we'll have to get him more involved and just hopefully with more minutes and more training the sharpness comes back and he and once he does get his first goal and he gets more involved in play he'll, he'll hopefully won't stop yeah just the words i wanted to hear sunil chetri will score goals i mean there's nothing more comforting from a bfc perspective than hearing those words but um we've spoken about most things bfc ahead of the game against hyderabad fc so uh final thoughts from each of you i'm just going to put you on the spot with a sc- for a scoreline prediction uh this is by you can go first hmm this is going to be tough i think i don't think we'll be able to keep a clean sheet but uh i think 2-1 victory for us all right anup I'll go for a two-nil. I think Fran Gonzalez and Yuanan are hurt with the goals that they conceded. They will keep a clean sheet. All right. Or no? Does does Sunil Chetri find his first goal of the season? 
I mean, I'm going to have to say yes, right, after building on Chrome. So, yeah, yeah. 2-1 BFC, Chetri from the spot. Hopefully not a Panenka, but yeah, 2-1 BFC. All right, 2-1, 2-1, 2-0. I'm going to have a draw here right now by saying 2-0 to BFC as well. Uh, so, BFC take on Hyderabad FC on Saturday. Uh, we have come to the end of this episode of Fresh Off The Block. Uh, we have a lot more content coming up for you guys throughout the course of the season. Um, please do listen to the Canada Fresh Off The Block podcast as well, which uh, which we, we launched a few weeks ago. And we will we will hope to continue seeing you at the same regular intervals that we have promised, which is hopefully once in two weeks. So uh, until we see you next time, goodbye, take care, and all of you stay safe. Thanks for listening.